Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome back to Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. I am Becky, and joining me for this podcast episode, or this quick shot of romance, is Lindsay. Hi, Lindsay. Hi. Um, <laughs> so I kind of sprung this book on you, and we're like, hey, Lindsay, want to read this? And you're like, sure. I'll read anything. So <laughs> I'm not upset. This was a great recommendation. <laughs> um, so we are reading Jock Wanted by Kate Meter. Um, this will be a spoiler free review because the book just released on June 14th. Um, so you read this as a standalone. You had not read Kate Meter before and you had not read any books in this series, correct? Correct. Okay, so I actually have read book one through three in this series, but I have not read this book. And I think this is like book six or seven. So, yeah. anyway. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's do the synopsis from Goodreads. Lindsay, do you mind reading that for us? She has her heart set on a hockey player, any hockey player. When the new general manager of the Chicago Rebels tasks Tara Becker with faking it with one of his players to help clean up the naughty jocks act, she's all over it. She'll make that misbehaving hunk of muscle look good and get her dream guy into the bargain. Only the path from fake to real is riddled with thorns. New Rebels GM Hale Fitzpatrick thinks dirty blonde, ditzy blonde and wannabe wag Tara is the perfect solution to his PR problem until she isn't. Soon Fitz realizes that maybe he doesn't have control of the strings after all, especially when he starts to fall for his pretty little puppet, a fake relationship hockey romance with a twist. So the release date, like we said, is June 14th of 2022. This is a fake relationship, but it's not. Yeah, it's not what you'd expect from the trope at all. And I love that fresh take. It it. It was not something I expected. It was really exciting. It really, it was so unexpected. Um, it is an age gap romance. It is close proximity and it is a hockey romance. Um, the series name is Rookie Rebels number six, and this is number six in the series. And this is absolutely a series of standalones. Um, mm -hmm. Like I said, I've read the first three books. You've only read this book. It kind of, you get each player, you get the owner in book one. She ends up dating a hockey player. It's a really well done series and I highly recommend people read it. Um, so put out percentage, I have it kind of split. So at 38%, there's a super spicy scene in the bathroom of the airplane, <laughs> the team's airplane. And then <laughs> all the spice happens at 50%. So it pops at 38 and and then really pops at 50. Yeah, it, it was pretty once it pops, it was pretty spicy. Yeah. And the setup of this story is Tara, she has a goal. And so let's talk about Tara, because in the beginning, she's kind of a hard character to like. I mean, you know, you find yourself kind of warring with yourself about Tara all the way through because she's very frustrating as a heroine. She's got a plan. She's very committed to her plan. She is completely okay with people viewing her as like a surface on a surface level type person. Like 
having low expectations of her as a human being because she won't she won't let people dig deeper like until I think it's like 80% in the book that's when she finally starts opening up about herself a little bit and um while her intentions are so good it's just so frustrating because you're like girl like you could have better (laughs) right well and we see it so the reader experiences it's written in dual point of view so we know what tara is holding back and we know the true beauty of her soul but fritz certainly fitz certainly uh, fitz certainly doesn't and her closest friends don't know what she's hiding. They think that everyone thinks she's very nice. Everyone thinks she's very pretty. Um, they do believe that she is absolutely, um, she has a goal to be a wag. She has an ex boyfriend who is a current hockey player on the team and is best friends with his fiance. Um, but nobody knows why she is pushing so hard to, date a hockey player and to get herself hitched and married to a hockey player. Yeah. And, and you really see like Hale kind of as like with his viewpoint in the story, you really see how people view her through his lens because at the beginning he's like, Oh, she has all the, like he runs a background check on her when they um, put her in the situation of helping with the player's image. And he does a background check on her and he's like, oh, she has all this debt. It must be from like her shoes at Bloomingdale's or whatnot. Like he's got a very low opinion of her. And it's really, really sad to see that like even her friends don't fully understand her because she won't let them in. And it's really like, it, it really just stems from her and her perception of money, like her, her friends all have situations where they come from money. Um, and she is really struggling. She needs money. She has very good reasons for needing money. Um, but she's kind of got like this tunnel vision type plan on it. And a lot of it stems from like the relationship with her parents and like not having good role models or examples set for her. And then just having such a low self-esteem as well. Like that's something we really see. She has no one truly fully in her corner um, until Hale. And it's just really. Well, and she's carrying the weight of the world. What? Mm -hmm. Your heart breaks for her, like in such a different way than what you see in a lot of books. Well, and her mother. Well, and I don't want to spoil that relationship, but her mother oh my god oh my god um and so let's so the setup is tara has been hired by the rebels hockey to help shine up dex o'malley's image dex is a playboy he is new to the hockey team and there is never a relationship other than friendship between Tara and Dex. Like there are very clear lines. Tara's like, we had coffee. Like they only ever go out in groups together in their fake dating. Yeah, she's very clear. He's a job, um, but she also wants to be his friend. She genuinely cares about him. She genuinely cares about the team and she's trying to help him better embrace um, the situation he's in and kind of come into his own with this new team because a lot of his troubles stem from 
you know, being new to the team and then being a general dirty boy. <laughs> um, he's also young. You can, you know, like the few interactions you have with him, dude's an idiot. And I think it's just <laughs> that he's not as, um, you know, brain development has not all set in for him. No, <laughs> maybe one too many pucks to the head. Um, but Dex is not Tara's hero. No. And this is where the twist on the fake relationship comes in. So typically when we get a fake relationship romance, the person you're fake dating is who you end up falling in love with. And Dex is not Tara's HEA. No, it's Hale. It's it Hale. is all Hale. And there's a really nice like enemies to lovers component there because Hale kind of gets strong armed into assigning Tara as the um so what what's happened when we come into the story what's happened is dex is in a lot of trouble they've tried um you know a very pg kind of girl on dex's arm and he is just not he's just wrecking the whole plan so hale's plan is not working they recommend tara as a solution because she looks like the kind of girl that dex would be with and then she's very smart and savvy and um she already has a relationship with the team. So they bring in Tara and Hale kind of becomes like the manager of Tara's relationship with Dex. And it drives him crazy. Like one, as he gets to know her, it just drives him more and more crazy because he's starting to have feelings for her and he's older, he's 42. Um, so there's like that age gap um, there because yeah. Tara is 28. And he well, does not want a younger wife. Like he has a very clear idea of what he wants. And right. yet. And he was previously divorced <laughs> and he was married to a woman that was very surface and was about the socialite life and wanted, and this was when he was a player before he was a general manager. She couldn't cope with the travel and or she didn't mind the travel, but when it was summers and he wanted to relax, she still wanted to be in the mix of all of the glitz and the glamour being a pro sports wife. And that's not who Hale is. And they divorced and he has been anti-marriage, anti-relationship since. But he has a mother and a brother and sister-in-law <laughs> who are the meddling meddlers. <laughs> yeah. I just liked, you only get little peeks of the brother and the sister-in-law and the nieces and the mom. But what you get, it just explains Hale, like his frustration or his exhaustion with this family. Cause they're a good Southern Georgia family and they want him married and settled down. And he is running out of time because he is 42. He is not going to have the energy for babies (laughs) if he waits until he has his team on track, which is his plan. Um, At least that's what his family is telling him. And uh, he's very committed. Like he, he's very committed to his plan as well. Like he's got a vision of the kind of wife he wants. Um, He's got a vision of his priorities. Like he, his, he's fully committed to the team. He can only think, think about the team right now. He's not worried about dating. Everybody in his life is like, well, why aren't you dating? Why aren't you dating? Like, don't you want to have kids? Um, And he's put this on the back burner and he's, he's got like a very, 
very similar attitude to his plan as Tara does for hers. And I think that's really interesting. Um, well, there's one point where Tara helps him set up a, a dating account so he can yeah. date on, find, meet someone because she is so resistant to him. And I wanted to shake them both. It was not miscommunication trope. That's not what this was. Yeah. This was simply the no communication trope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a little frustrating because you want to shake both of them and be like, hey, you have something really good here. Like communicate with each other, tell each other how you're feeling. And like when, you know, when we get to the point where their conflict erupts, like they don't even realize how each other feels about, yeah, you know, the other, like they, you know, a lot of their issue is that they re really genuinely haven't talked about their feelings or what they're doing together um, beyond the obvious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I want to say too, that Tara and Hale are these beautifully flawed characters so beautifully flawed and i don't want to give anything away but once you realize especially with tara why she's making the choices she's making and why she keeps people at an arm's length and why she puts on a persona of being ditzy and not having substance when you find these things out you then want to become her biggest champion and you understand why at 65 70 percent hale is like all in and wants to be that for her like yeah he had that epiphany moment and he's like shit i was wrong but then he does dumb things because he didn't really think yeah in part yeah well he just i don't he think he listened as well as because she gave hints, but I, yeah, it was, there was some definite emotional stuntedness on Tara's that caused the friction that caused them to break up. Um, but I also think this shows the quality of writer that Kate Meter is because, yeah. well, because you started the book and you're like, not gonna like this. No, I didn't think I was going to like it at first. I was like, wow, Hale is a real jerk. And Tara, like, what is this girl doing? Like, why does she think this is the only answer? <laughs> like, you know, you start out like kind of frustrated and you see kind of the surface of both of them and you dig deeper and deeper. And then you find the, and especially like Hale, the way he behaves towards Tara at the beginning is that would be hard to overcome. <laughs> Um, yeah. but it, it's so well written and like the re relationship, the way it grows, kind of like the undeniable attraction between them. And then like the fact that they're building a genuine friendship between each other and that like, she's starting to learn with Hale, like what support looks like and how it feels to actually have someone fully in your corner. It kind of breaks her and creates like a you know, an opportunity for Tara to kind of look at things differently. And it's just so well written, so well written. And, but I also love that she picked characters that you don't love from the onset. They're not perfect people. You get, you can kind of get sometimes like, 
you know, when the characters have got their stuff together or when they're too perfect. Yeah. They're too perfect. It just kind of waters down the story. And this was just like a really gritty kind of romance because it's so real. And like, there were so many points where like, I just felt the emotions of the story so deeply. And it's like to do that as a writer to where your audience is feeling like how Tara is feeling and like the, you know, the desperation and frustration Hale is feeling to like find a solution to be with Tara. It's just like, it was so good. (laughs) It was so good. So good. And I also want to say, so we did say this is a hockey romance. And while Hale is not a hockey player, he's the general manager of the Chicago rebel team. And you do get a different kind of team camaraderie in this story because Hale is friends with some of the retired players that are married or connected to the rebel organization. Um, So because of that, we do get, sometimes we get frustrated in a hockey, it's labeled a hockey romance and we don't get any hockey. Um, But we actually do. And you get the feeling of being a fan and you get the feeling of the guys on the ice because we do have some moments between Tara and Dex. So you see that dynamic we get the team dynamic the support dynamic of the wags so while it is not hockey heavy it is absolutely a hockey-based romance and you do see a lot of those team dynamics come into play as well like there's you know scenes with decks in the locker room and then you know there's a lot of you know tara in general just being present with the team traveling with the team um and then you know she's friends with a lot of the wags so you do get a lot of the hockey romance yeah elements okay so we want to keep it spoiler free so let's get to our three questions um (laughs) lindsay did you like this book Yes, I really did. I could not help but root for Hale and Tara. I really loved it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Same. I really liked it. I started off and I'm like, wait, is this a love triangle? Is he going to end up with his PR associate? Wait, what is going on here? Nope, not a love triangle. Nothing like that. It is. It is like nothing I've ever read. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I I just loved that. Um, Who would typically like this book? fans of hockey romance anyone who loves fake relationships especially if you're looking for something with a twist and there's like definitely a little bit of a forbidden um element to this so I think if you like that kind of tension in your stories you'd like this book too I also think if you're looking for a really strong character arc and really well developed thought out characters this is absolutely a book for you so if you want that character driven story that is you know shows the evolution of their growth in a you know 200 and some odd page book absolutely you should pick up uh jock wanted um lindsay would you recommend this book yes yes it's really well written it's such a good book highly recommend (laughs) yeah i actually did recommend it and made leah pre-order it because i was like leah you're gonna need to read this book and she's like really and i'm like yes (laughs) so everybody should absolutely be reading this book um don't forget we have our summer schedule going on right now so next quick shot of romance will be next thursday um so we're just down to one quick shot a week for june and july 
And also, if you have a book you think we should review for a quick shot of romance, make sure you send us an email at thebees at bookcaseandcoffee.com and we will add it to our TBRs. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me for this quick shot of romance. So glad to be here. Thanks, Becky. Um, Until next time, everyone. Happy reading. Find us on Instagram at buzzingaboutromance or on Twitter at buzzingromance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 